Welcome to Jackie Has a Voice. I'm a motivational speaker and intuitive life coach giving guidance to those going through a struggle by providing the tools I adopted in the midst of my adversities. I help you find your inner strength and power to overcome and allow joy back into your life. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, you guys. I am so happy to be here today with this new podcast. I had talked last week about doing a grief series and today I am kicking off that grief series and so for the next few weeks you guys I'm going to be diving into grief uh, the grief journey um, how we grieve the things that we grieve um, the experiences that we go through with grief and so Um, I'm excited that today I am going to share with you guys, I was really going through my content of like, what do I want to talk about? How do I want to start off this grief series? And I found you guys a, a letter that I had written and I decided that, that I was going to share this letter. This was going to be my podcast for today because I really think it just will uh, help those that are maybe grieving or have been through the grief process to really kind of understand where I was at and how I was doing it. And I'm going to share a lot, you guys. I'm going to share about right at the beginning when, you know, the grief hits you and years later, how grief is still playing a part in my life. The one little disclaimer, you guys, that I really want to put out there is this is my story. This is my grief journey. This is what I learned through grief. These are not statistics. These are not um, something I gained in a master's program. This is all knowledge that I myself um, gained, uh, went through in the process of losing Doug. And so I just want everyone to understand and know that this is just me. This is just my voice and my experience. And so my goal with this grief series, you guys, is that maybe there is one person that is grieving or knows someone that is grieving that this maybe would help them. Maybe this would open their eyes to where they're at and what's going on in their life and see that they are not alone because a lot of the time when we are thrown into the grief journey, we feel alone. And you'll hear me talk about that a lot during this grief series that um, sometimes we just really feel like we are stuck on an island alone with thousands of people surrounding us. And so if this maybe is something that you're listening to and you maybe aren't going through grief, that you might know someone that needs to hear it, I would encourage you to share it with them, um, have them follow my podcast and um, 
really jump on board because for the next few weeks, you guys, I'm going to do a grief series. And so I'm excited to do this. I think grief is something that a lot of people don't want to talk about. They don't want to, um, share it with others. And that's great. If you want to keep your grief, um, very close to your heart, I totally understand. And I appreciate that. Uh, I feel like I get to um, share my journey so possibly it can help someone. And, you know, when I talk about grief and a lot of the stuff that I'm going to talk about, you guys, is the grief of, of losing Doug. And what I want you to know is grief cannot just be losing a loved one. Grief can be um, loss of a job, loss of a, a pet. Um, it can be a move. It can be, you know, moving across the country or, or not even moving across the country, just a move and grieving the memories and the life you had maybe in that home. Um, and so when I read to you, when I, when I share with you these things through this grief series, just know that I'm coming from a place of loss of a loved one, but it doesn't necessarily need to be that for you. And so today, you guys, I am just going to share, like I said, I came across this letter and I thought, you know what, this is probably where I want to start with the grief. And so this letter I actually wrote, um, a few months, a while after I had lost Doug and it was just one of those moments that I really just needed to get some emotions on paper. I needed to get things out. And so I just decided to do this. And so I'm going to share with you guys the letter that I wrote and I just hope that it will, um, really resonate with someone. So it says, dear grieving self, yesterday we went to church. It was so refreshing to be in the house of the Lord. You did really well fighting back your tears. I want you to know I'm right here whenever you are ready. See, I'm giving you all the time you need to be in the pit of sadness. But I will tell you, in the depth of our sorrow, there is the sun that comes up each morning. There is a life to live, to do amazing things. I feel the hurt, the anguish, the complete sense of emptiness that has filled our self. But I hang on by this little string of hope that in due time, life will be restored in us, not just going through the emotions, but there is purpose, which we need to complete. I understand you cannot see or feel that at this time, but in my prayers every night, I pray for healing, for the utmost powerful surge be put on your heart to have pieces bandaged back together, that the fog be lifted from your brain and clarity feel it. Please don't get stuck in the grieving process as I'm trying to help you go straight through. Feeling each stage, recognizing the process, and of course learning as we go. You are getting really good at faking it. There are times I'm sitting back letting that happen, but please be prepared. I will not be letting it happen all the time. Remember, we need to be focusing on ourselves. Do not let outside grief consume our journey. All grief is different for others. How they handle it, how they express it, and how you take it. You would be selfish to think everyone needs to be on your track. This includes our three beautiful girls. Together, we will not allow the darkness to settle in our heart. 
We will together we together will find the path of greatness, where joy will be filling our ever being and Christ will once again beam from the our smile, our touch, and our voice. I promise you I will forever be right with you and will never leave you. Psalms 34:18 The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Love, Jackie. Dear Jackie, please understand as I weep for Douglas and our heart aches for his presence. I know you and the Lord are by my side. Let's be honest, it is very hard to feel right now. I struggle remembering what a joyful life is is. Our joy was filled with Douglas, in which makes the tears flow down our face and our heart ache. I question if I will ever feel joy again. I'm grateful you are not pushing me to the end of grief and granting us to be where we are at. I will take your strength to help guide me, along with the love of Christ that I still feel in my heart. Yes, I have no understanding, and it confuses me. The pain he has put on us by taking Doug home so early, it just does not seem fair. There, I said it. It's not fair. As you sit in the wayside, while I try to process this extremely hard time in our life, I know it is going to take a very long time to find our new normal. I will not put an exact time. See, you cannot do that to a heart that has been broken as our heart is. For the last 20 months, it has been you, the power of strength, the rock of the family, the extreme fighter that I would not want to meet in a dark alley, that has held it together, never swaying from what you stood for, not allowing yourself to ever think about starting to grieve the slowly failing health of our husband. 24-7 with Douglas by my side for the last 20 months and now completely alone has only intensified the grief we are feeling. It is the 1,000-pound pressure I feel on my chest when I can't breathe. It is the ache in my heart that makes me feel sick to my stomach. It is the tears that never seem to end. I know my fuse is short. I am quick to snap with my words. I quickly anger when I witness children not appreciate their parents or a wife not fully love and appreciate her husband. I also know I would never want this pain extended to anyone to show them how precious life is. So for now, my heart will ache, the tears will flow, and my world will stay turned upside down. Love, grieving self. Dear grieving self, I completely hear every word you are saying, baby steps. Baby steps are what we will take and we will take them together. When you can't catch your breath, rely on my strength you have always felt. When your heart aches to the point of sickness, lay in the arms of Jesus to comfort you. When tears stream down your face and can't stop them, let them flow like a raging river. It is a release we both need to experience. The love, the bond, and the time we had with our best friend and husband will forever live on through our actions, our three girls, and the life we now live. Patience is a word of choice. We will be patient as we travel this journey of grief. Christ will be patient with us as we work through the challenges of grief. And we will, in the end, be filled with a new understanding, a new joy, a deeper relationship, and a great curriculum for us to share. Matthew 5, 4. 
blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Love, Jackie. You guys, I share this letter with you because it really just kind of shows where we each can be in our grief. And I want you guys to understand that even ourselves, we can battle with where we're at, where we are at in our grief and where our mind knows we need to be. And so I really am going to say to you, give yourself grace as you go through it. Um, let yourself feel uh, every everything you're going to feel. Experience it. And I love um, where I, I say in... Um, in the letter that we will not allow the darkness to settle in our heart, man, I'm going to tell you that over and over and over during this grief series, because we can go through grief and end, and you're going to hear me talk about the roller coaster ride in an upcoming podcast. And so we can go through this grief roller coaster but we can never allow the darkness to settle in our heart. And so today, I want to encourage you, wherever you're at in life, maybe you're not even going through any grief, but maybe there's something that you can hear from the grieving self or just from myself in this letter that you can grab onto and really take a hold of it in your journey where you're at in life. And Um, maybe it is, you know, you know, once again, having, you know, Christ shine through your smile or your touch or your voice, you know, ask yourself, where are you at? Are you, are you sharing the good? Wow. Let's think about that. Are you sharing the good? And I'm not saying all of the accomplishments you've made. I'm not saying the, um, new boats or new vehicles or new house or um, the new job, the promotion, I'm saying, are you sharing the good? Are you sharing how God has played out in your life? And I'm not one to sit here and tell you that you need to shout it from the rooftops and Um, blare it all over your social media. But what I am saying is someone that you come in contact with today needs to hear about Jesus. And so don't be afraid of that. Let that flow through you and let that happen. So I am so excited, you guys, to do this grief series. Uh, There's going to be some hard conversations with it. There's going to be some challenging conversations moments for those that are listening to it. And I will just repeat myself again that that this is my grief journey. This is my grief story. And these are my experiences and what I have learned. And so I am excited to be on this grief series journey with all of you. If you know someone that this might impact or help, or they maybe just need to hear a piece of it, I ask you to like, follow, and share my podcast. Let them know they can find it on Spotify. And I am just honored and blessed that you took time out of your day to hear my voice.
Welcome to Jackie Has a Voice. I'm a motivational speaker and intuitive life coach giving guidance to those going through a struggle by providing the tools I adopted in the midst of my adversities. I help you find your inner strength and power to overcome and allow joy back into your life. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, you guys. Happy, happy, happy summer. It is hot here in Idaho. We have hit... Um, 100 degrees plus um, numerous days in a row and I don't um, I don't foresee it getting any cooler um, in the near future we are supposed to be in the hundreds until about the um, 20th of July you guys so we've got some major heat going on here which is keeping me in the house in some air conditioning to keep me cool and stuff. So I am excited, you guys, to be here again um, in my grief series. Last um, episode, I talked um, about the grieving self and I shared with you um, the letter that I had wrote um, back and forth to myself, to my grieving self, and just kind of how that played out with me. And Um, I've got an amazing response, you guys, from just that one episode, and I am so blessed and so grateful that um, those of you that are needing to hear this are hearing it, and those of you that are blessed to not maybe be facing um, grief at this moment are appreciating it and... um, and, and just supporting me. And I just wanted to say thank you, you guys. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the messages. Um, you, you get what you get with me. It is my authentic self. And um, that, that, is, that is what God has used me and is using me to just um, be true to who I am and what I know. And so I uh, was... I am still taking a class right now, you guys, and I was listening to uh, Dave Ramsey. If anybody knows, he does Financial Peace University. Um, It's a great course. If anybody's interested, Google it. Go look it up. Everyone should take it. Anyways, I was watching one of his trainings, you guys, and and he was talking, and um, someone had said to him, um, how are you an expert in this? And This statement was so huge for me and I told my girlfriend, I said, I'm stealing it. I'm using it forever. And he said, I'm an expert at it because I lived it. And that statement, you guys, was like, yes, because I have had doubters. I, um, I have had people say, why do you think you can talk about this? Why do you think you're qualified to be doing this? What makes you the expert has actually been spoken to me. And when I heard Dave Ramsey say that, um, I was like, I'm totally stealing that because honestly, that has been one of my um, self-sabotage is you, you aren't an expert. You don't have the degree. You don't understand everything. You don't really have the voice to be um, speaking on this. And you know what? That is all a lie because yes, I can be speaking what I speak on because I'm an expert in it, you guys, because I've lived it. And so this grief series um, is going to take a shift. I'm going to be a little more raw, a little more vulnerable 
um, because I'm not going to hold back. Because the fact that I have lived through the grief um, makes me an expert and it makes me, myself, feel pretty darn um, good because the self-sabotage has been real with that. And so uh, I'm going to continue going forward with the grief series and I, I really want everyone to know, again, this isn't have to just be the loss of a loved one. This can be, you know, a loss of a home, a loss of a job. This could be a move. This could be kids moving out of the house. I mean, there's all sorts of grief that we all face in our life. And I just hope that what I share and what I give to you, you can implement in your journey. And what it is, I, I, I can say it, it won't be all for everyone. You might take one bit of something that I share and use. Um, others might take all of it and use. And so I really just want you to know, listen with an open heart, um, listen with open ears and, um, just see maybe where what I share um, sits in your story because what we all are doing is, is sharing a story. And so I want to talk just a little bit about me and where I'm at and where I was at today on our grief series. And honestly, you guys, I had so many people reach out and were like, man, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you got through it. I don't know how you survived. I can't believe how strong you are. And, and I really appreciate all of those statements and um, I hold on to them and I rely on those statements a lot, but never do I ever, ever want to portray that this was ever an easy journey, that this was um, just fly by the seat of my pants through it and and really um, overcome and go through it quickly, smoothly, without any um, bumps in the road, let's say. Uh, that's not true. You guys, never, ever, ever has this journey been easy for me. And I will be um, the first one to tell you that I have um, sat in um, my chair, in my jams, all day long, crying numerous times. Uh, Doug's been gone over five and a half years. And still to this day, I weep for his presence. Um, there are triggers that happen that I still wish he was here. Um, there are decisions in my life that I have to make um, that I now make alone. But I, I still get angry um, that um, that he's not with me. Um, I still have moments of shock, if I'm being super honest. Um, for me, it is completely the roller coaster. And so for me, and, and you're going to find I'm in the process of writing a grief book, you will find that um, it is it is a roller coaster ride. For me, grief is not a seven step program and you're done. You go from step one to step seven and you're through your grief. That's not my belief. I will never preach that. Um, 
for me, grief is a roller coaster and still um, five and a half years later, I'm still on that roller coaster. You get to the point though, you guys, that at the beginning, you're really sitting at the lull of the roller coaster and um, you kind of kind of go up and drop back down and you feel like in that first, first, um, I would say first two to first three years, you stay kind of in that lull of the ride. And then you finally start creeping up. And now I can tell you five and a half years later, um, I ride more at the top of the ride. Um, I don't have so many downward, downward slopes and I don't stay in the lull of the ride for very long. But I will say I do allow myself to go there. Um, I've had people you know, tell me you need to, you need to not allow yourself to go back there. If you've got through that part of the grief, don't go back there. You stay up top here. Don't, don't allow yourself to slide back into the anger or slide back into the shock. Like you've moved through that wrong. You guys, that's not my belief. And that's not what I feel. And so I want someone to hear me when I say, allow yourself to ride the roller coaster, however your roller coaster ride is going. The one thing about grief, and I, I was right there doing it when I first entered um, the depths of my grief. We compare. The comparison of somebody else's grief journey to our grief journey. And you guys, it will eat you alive. It will destroy the process that you need to go through. And so I really want you to hear me today when I say, do not compare your grief journey to someone else's grief journey, because um, I'm a firm believer we write our own grief story and we get to go through grief exactly how we want to go through it, exactly how we need to go through it, exactly how God wants us to go through it. And so I today really want to encourage you guys, no more comparison with someone else's grief journey. No, I'm, and, and, and I, I want to reiterate you guys, this isn't just about a loss of a loved one. I am talking about don't compare, you know, Jane lost her job and a month later was super excited and happy because she was in a new job and you've lost your job and you're still grieving the loss of that job because you thought you were going to be there until you retired. That's okay. You can be there. The one thing is we have to move forward. When we don't move forward, when we get stuck, that is when I feel like um, the process can turn a little ugly that's when we can fall into depression. Um, That's when we allow darkness to kind of start taking over. And that is not what we want to do. And so I always like to say, you know, you need to have someone in your life that can um, help you to move forward. If it's just a phone call or a text, I would really encourage you guys all to find that person that can Um, be by your side that 
that you can call on or they can just see in the moment, hey, I got I got to get a hold of Jackie. She's she's almost feeling like she's a little stuck. We need to need to push her to keep moving forward. And so, I would really encourage if you don't have someone in your life that will do that for you, um, reach out to me. You can reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook at Jackie Corda. Um, you can reach out to me on my website at JackieCorda.com. You guys reach out and, and just let me know, like you have no one in your life for that. And, and I am more than happy to, um, send those texts and just words of encouragement or, Hey, how are things going? And to keep you moving forward, because when we stop moving forward through grief, um, that is when, um, anxiety can set in and our mind can take over with negative thoughts that we don't, um, want to stay in. That's where we can start losing, um, who we are. And when we are grieving, we've already lost enough. We do not need to lose ourselves. I want to say that again in our grief. We've already lost enough. We do not need to lose ourselves through grief. And so that is moving forward and keeping um, going. And so today, you guys, I just really felt like I just needed to share with you um, the reason I feel like I'm an expert. Thank you, Dave Ramsey. I will give you credit for this. Thank you, Dave Ramsey. Um, the reason I feel like I'm an expert in grief is because I've lived it. And not only is it through the loss of my husband and the loss of my dad, um, I had loss of a business, a loss of a job. Um, I've had a miscarriage. Um, there's lots of things that I have gone through in my life, um, Honestly, I'm going to throw in there even my kids um, moving out and going to college. You know, we we grieve that that mom in us, that you know, the protector, and and so I've been through a lot, and as a lot of you have been through, and so you know, really with this whole grief series, you guys, I just hope one nugget resonates with you. I hope you can pull something away that will give you maybe an aha moment or an eye-opening moment to say, you know what, Um, this is what I needed today or this is what I needed right now in my journey. And so I am excited to continue on with this grief series. I have lots that I want to bring you and um, share with you and just remember, you guys, you are not in this alone. There are so many of us on this grief roller coaster ride. And um, yes, it is a ticket that none of us ever wanted to punch. But because the ticket has been punched in our life, we get to write it. And we get to actually, um, some ways, direct the ride of the roller coaster. But there will be times that incidents in our journey, um, moments in our day that will, will take the ride in a direction we didn't want to go. But give yourself grace and know that you will not stay in the lull. You will not stay in the downward slope. 
You will climb back to the top and you will ride that ride up at the top. Um, I'm not one to say in time your grief gets better. I feel like that is a complete um, misled statement because um, no, it has been almost five and a half years and I really don't feel like it has gotten easier or better. Um, I still grieve and miss Doug um, just as much as I did um, five and a half years ago when I lost him. And so thank you guys for, for being here today. Thank you for taking time to, um, jump on the podcast and, and hear if you know someone that this might resonate with, I encourage you guys to share the podcast. Um, let them know where they can find Jackie has a voice and I am just honored and I am blessed that you guys took the time out of your day to hear my voice.